0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. it's
1: For hashtag hetero guys, you guys sure talk about a lot of dicks and shit. <laughs>
2: people paying for porn. I've got, I've, well, I've got Chris on the
3: brain,
2: the farmer. Team sandwich.
1: Hello and welcome. We're back. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Brian Beckner. Episode twenty-four. Is it almost a? quarter of the way to a hundred, 25% of a hundred nearly, which is crazy, which is beautiful. Uh, I saw that Mark Marin, who's like the Dean of podcasting, who's like success, like makes money doing it. He, he just did his 500th episode. So we're like right behind him. We're going to catch him any day now. Uh, today on the show, a lot going on, Aaron Hernandez, remember him? He likes to kill people. He played in the NFL and he also killed people while playing in the NFL. Like usually like killing people is sort of a desperation type thing. Like your life's not that good or, you know, if you're not a, a serial killer, if you're not a psychopath, you you know, your murder is sort of a desperate poor person's game, not Aaron Hernandez. He was balling up in a big house in Connecticut and he was just fucking killing people at the same time. Um, and rumor has it that he may have tattooed some of the evidence of his crimes or some admissions of his crimes on his body somewhere. Police are looking into that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories in a while, in a while. Rory McElroy was engaged to be married. And also is that engaged to be married? He was engaged to Carolyn Wozniacki. who's pretty attractive. Tennis player. It's like big, like power athlete, power marriage. Um, They sent out the invitations. And then the next day he said, you know what? I don't think I want to get married to you anymore and called it off. And then that weekend won a golf tournament in Europe. So that's like, I mean, I feel like he made the right move Uh, and we could talk about that. Rory McIlroy. Uh, And then um, Churchill Downs, horse racing. There's a, there's a horse. You guys remember a couple of years ago when I broke that story? I broke a story about that horse not running for the Triple Crown. I was the first person to report that in the media via tweet because I had inside info and I was right. What the hell is that? All Have Another. I reported the retirement of All Have Another first before anyone. Google it, look it up, my tweet. Anyway, there's another horse that's running for the Triple Crown, and this story has nothing to do with that. Uh, I don't even know when that's happening. I don't know anything about it because nobody knows anything about horse racing because no one pays attention to it. Uh, But I do know this. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of horses die horse racing. And one died recently in an interesting way. You know, it's always kind of interesting. It's sad. But it's that's the game. Like if we're gonna let them do that, they're gonna kill horses. That's all there is to it. And they killed one at Churchill Downs in Kentucky uh, in an interesting manner. And so we're we're gonna talk about that. This is this I forgot about this, and luckily it happened again. The Pacific Northwest, pretty idyllic place. It's pretty beautiful. It you know not sunny enough, not warm enough for me to live there, but I definitely enjoy visiting Vancouver, beautiful, uh, Seattle, nice place, really, really picturesque part of the country, nice people up there. Uh, but they seem to have an issue with body parts washing up on their shores and it's hap- it happened again and it's happened a whole bunch of times over the last few years. Just a random foot, arm will just show up on a beach one day. Hey, hey guys, anybody lose a foot? Anybody missing a foot over here? Uh, because that's happened. That's happening quite a bit, and it happened again recently. That's why I'd forgotten it hadn't happened in a while. But luckily, Seattle saved us by finding a foot on their beach. So we're definitely going to talk about that. And then, of course, everybody's favorite, Fancy Pop, uh, Bachelorette, Tori and Dean. We're going to do something special that I've been I've been promising you for a while. But A lot of people are like, "Hey, talk a lot about, about a lot of gay stuff." On your show. And we kind of do. And I don't know why that is. I mean, we're curious. You know, we're, we're hetero guys. It's no big deal. We're not judging any kind of lifestyle. We don't, we, it's something we don't know about. And uh, we don't know what category of gay we are. So I Googled it. I was like, I, I was expecting one of my many gay listeners to hook me up when I'm like, hey, listen, gay guys, I know there's a lot of you listening to this show. Send me an email at mailbag at com and tell me what category of gay am I. I? I need to know. If I were a gay man, what category do I go in? Am I a twink? Am I a twunk? Am I a bear? What am I? Uh, and sh- shockingly, none of my gay listeners hooked me up on that information. So I Googled it. And then what I did is I didn't read the because then I found an article that had a whole bunch of the listings of gay classifications. I didn't. What I did is I sent that article to Fancy Sauce, and when we have Fancy Sauce on later, during Fancy Pop, she's going to quiz Ed and I as to the different categories of gay men, and we're going to try to guess what they are. We think that's going to be pretty fun, so stay tuned for that towards the end of the show, second half of the show, Fancy Pop. Uh, So jam-packed, as always, tons of shit to talk about, as always, and who do I like to talk about that shit with? My main man... Ed Daly, Ed, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing better. Uh, this weekend, not so good. Um, I did something that I haven't done in years, perhaps, probably decades. Uh, I took a bath this weekend.
1: Holy shit!
2: And I gotta say, wow. Would not recommend. No. F minus. Yes. Do not do it ever. Yes. But I was in a real bad place. I woke yeah. up Saturday, had the flu, and I was freezing and it's like I don't know, 80 degrees outside, <laughs> 75 degrees, and I'm freezing and I'm yeah. achy and I was like, "Fuck." And and I was I was just not sure what I should do with myself. And the wife's like, "Why don't you take a bath? We have that, oh. you know, if you're sore, we've got the Jacuzzi bath, like one of those deep baths with the with the jets." I was going to like,
1: ask you, "You what the bath sort of depends on your tub setup. Sounds like you have a pretty baller tub setup if you if you have a jet situation.
2: A jet situation. It's it's a shower bath, tub kind of deal, but it's got with the jets. jets with jets. So I was like Is it
1: could it fit two people comfortably? Well, no. No. It's okay. still it's still a one man shaped thing. tub.
2: So I never I mean i I've, I've lived in this place for four years, five years, and I'd never even thought about doing it. My kids, my My kids have used it, but certainly I I haven't used it. And I was so achy and cold, and I was like, you know what? Maybe the Jets. I like a good jacuzzi. I'll I'll give it a shot. And I get in there, and I realize, like, nobody over the age of five or six should be in a bath. Like – I was my knees were up in the air. I felt like Pat Ewing yeah. sitting on an airline seat. Like it was it was very odd and terrible and I felt like I was just marinating in my own filth. It was and I started sweating cuz it was hot in there and it was it was really it was a terrible humbling embarrassing experience. I would not recommend.
1: I I actually have some experience with this. Like you not a bath person obviously. I remember like Playing high school football, you get real sore, and yeah. they go, "Hey, go home, soak, soak in a hot bath. Have a soak, have a soak." And I would do that. I did that a few times, but that was like the last time I did it because there's no reason to do it. And then, pretty recently, I also I contracted a flu. A lot of people are like, "Didn't you get the flu shot?" You get the flu, and people are like, "What? What? You can get the flu shot?" Yeah, I everybody's got, fl- got Mr. I fucking. Got a- flu-
2: I got a flu you, shot, but I was very i was very fluish on Saturday. But it wasn't
1: but it wasn't you didn't have it for long duration, did you? No. Yeah, see I did. Because I didn't get a flu shot. Anyway, I also went for the bath situation. I do not have a jetted system here at the Datch. Uh-huh. All our Lifestyle World Headquarters does not have a jacuzzi tub. Uh, I have the real basic, and I feel like it's like an apartment size tub. It's definitely not big enough for a full-grown man. And same thing, you're trying to submerge yourself. You're trying to be... Warm, warm up, your chilled body, and but you can't get the knees in there, can you? Those yeah. legs are bent and your knees are out of the water and you, you you slide back. You slide down as deep as you can. And the more you slide your upper body in to get those ears below the surface, the more your legs are coming out the other side. Yeah, you have to be a jockey
2: it, to fit in there.
1: Yeah, you need to be jockey size or a child, which is why children take baths. It's definitely not a man's activity for many, many reasons, and I, I feel for you. And I'm very, very sorry you had to go through that.
2: Yeah, and so then I'm sick and not feeling well, and then I'm bummed out that I'm just sitting there, like just yeah, looking at myself. My... It's it's really terrible.
1: I finally, I've been really busy lately, and I hadn't been able to sort out the new baller lifestyle mailbag, which so we. We were able to get that posted. So I did right. do a little bit of work. We have a Baller Lifestyle mailbag on the site. And I imagine we'll have another one up there pretty quick.
2: Yes. And we, we, we have that. to we have to clarify what people should think about stuff.
1: Right. That's, that's why we exist. Like people look to
2: us for that. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And uh, so we're happy to do it. So tell me. Let's just – since I have nothing to report, since nothing good happens to me, tell me. What's going on in the world of sports? What do we need to talk about?
2: Well, before the uh, topics he brought up, I think uh, on the Friday before the weekend, uh, we might want to bring up what happened for Mr. Ray Rice, Baltimore Raven <laughs> Ray Rice. Great.
1: This
2: is great. On <laughs> Friday, he publicly apologized to his teammates, his fans, and his sponsors about punching his wife and knocking her the fuck out in an elevator. Uh, the only one left out of the apology was his wife. And <laughs> yes. And she was sitting next to him, right. and then she went on to apologize for her role in the situation. Well, Bri- Brian, she knows what's thus. good for her.
1: Uh, yeah, th- it was it was very Kobe and Vanessa esque, except worse, uh, because he he not only did he physically assault her in a very like he knocked her out,
2: like very then- Neanderthal. Yes,
1: he fucking punched her in the head and she's a woman that he's supposed to love. Not It's, it's on videotape. Like he did it in a casino because he was so enraged that he couldn't stop and just not beat her knowing that there was a million cameras watching what he was doing. He had to beat her right then in the middle of the casino and then drag her ass into the elevator like he was going to fucking murder her. <laughs> um, so it was nice of her to apologize to him. Uh, it set women back, unfortunately, about a million years. I mean, it's, it's insane. And the worst part is, is that the, his team, which is part of the NFL where people murder people and people get Lou Gehrig's disease from playing the game, the NFL, the team, the Ravens was like quoting her tweets or her, her was quoting her in their tweets on their Twitter feed and it, they were quoting her, basically apologizing to him for making him look bad by having her face get in the way of his fists.
2: <laughs> she could have hurt his ability to ca- to carry the ball. She yeah, could have broken she, his hand. I mean, yeah, she,
1: she is not a team player. Also, he used—I don't have the quotes in front of me—but he used like boxing analogies. that's he's right. Like,
2: when you get knocked down in life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when you get knocked down and no one seemed to think that there's anything weird about that. It's fucking horrid. He should be charged criminally. Also, he's from New Jersey like you.
2: Yeah, he went to – no, he's from New York oh. I think. He, well, he yeah, went to Rutgers. He, I think – he went to Rutgers but I think uh, he 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 grew up like near Syracuse or something. I think that oh, was the – yeah, upstate. Yeah. But anyway – Yes. The, the more important thing is not where he's from. It's no. what organization he plays for. Yes. And is it any surprise that the Baltimore Ravens, no. they had, they had their, their most famous raven, has recently retired and become an awful studio host, Mr. Yes. Ray Lewis. Yes. And now –
1: He's scary.
2: He's just killing it at ESPN, but it leaves a void. And sure enough, Ray Rice. Yeah. 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 There's, there's
1: Ray Rice to fill, take up the slack on people assaulting people. In Baltimore, I saw somebody tweet. I wish I could give credit. I, I after the press conference, somebody tweeted like a quote from Edgar Allan Poe, where it's like, uh, "Can I have my bird back, please?" or <laughs> something <laughs> along those lines. Because it was it was a very embarrassing scene, and and it's not totally something to make. I mean, it is something to make light of because there's terrible, terrible people here. But I, I mean, I I don't get the sense that Ray Rice's then girlfriend now wife is any more safe today or he's learned his lesson because he clearly hasn't he is he he didn't apologize to his wife in fact just the opposite she apologized to him
2: right and from a league perspective i i I saw somebody speculating he'll get like maybe a game
1: yeah yeah that's great
2: nothing nothing yeah collective Uh, bargaining but speaking of uh thuggish football players, let's let's get into our good pal Aaron Hernandez, or as you coined him, Aaron Hernandez, Yeah, he likes to kill people. <laughs> this uh, is the
1: story, this is the gift that keeps on giving.
2: Yeah, uh, authorities investigating Aaron Hernandez for the 2012 double murder which on which he was indicted last week uh, have put out a public call for help. They're looking to speak with tattoo artists who did work on Hernandez's right forearm, reportedly under the belief that Hernandez may have gotten some ink to commemorate the role in the shooting. Uh, well, Brian, your thoughts?
1: That's pretty awesome. Uh, well, I mean, can't I don't know why they would need the tattoo artist because the tattoo artist is just like – Aaron Hernandez is like, hey, I need you to draw up this picture here for these people I killed or like did right. they think he confessed – I mean they have the tattoos that you know. – I'm sure they've photographed the tattoos – um, they could probably show those to some tattoo experts. Like, I really like those, like, MSNBC, like, inside Russian prison shows.
2: Yeah, they all have the spider web tattoos on their knees. They all
1: have, well, the Russian prisons, they're all, their tattoos have all sorts of cool meanings, and it's really, really fascinating and interesting. And I feel like Aaron Hernandez is going to be right there. His, you know, the guys in the joint are going to be able to read his shit and. Except he's gonna he's gonna be eventually convicted of three murders, so I think he's gonna be one of those prisoners that only gets to come out for an hour a day.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like that uh, the big bald guy in Stir Crazy with uh, Gene Wilder, right? And, uh, yeah.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Richard Pryor. Pryor. Yeah, yeah. It does remind me though of a story. Like you think, like this is crazy, but uh, like last year or maybe a couple years ago here in L.A. Yeah. They were looking to solve a murder, and um, they they arrested this guy that they thought might have done it, and he was called Chopper, and it was a that was like his gang name Chopper,
2: and the, that wasn't his that wasn't his birth name.
1: It wasn't his it wasn't his Christian name. But, uh, <laughs> Chopper was arrested, and they were like, we're pretty sure he did this murder. We don't really have that much evidence, and then. As they were booking him, they took off his shirt, and he had a tattoo across his chest of uh, of the exact liquor store where the murder happened, <laughs> and it was a picture of a helicopter shooting all these people in front of the liquor store, like chopper. Wow, was shooting gun down, and so that, that that was like the evidence. Like that, I guess they had other evidence, but well, that was that, like the main that's thing.
2: Pretty much all you need. Right, I, I was I was staring at his forearms because I was hoping it would be really like easy to spot, and it was just a picture of like the victims with the X's over their eyes, like a, like yeah. an old Mad Magazine spy versus spy. <laughs> but no, it was it was probably a little more confusing. But I, I was thinking at one point, do we can we do a full expose on the University of Florida because <laughs> right. because this even even though you're supposed to say. We, we all know that, like, college athletics, the, the academic uh, portion is very much compromised. It's compromised. Yeah. Compromise, but, like, there's some semblance of, like, these guys can, can function in the school. And they have a guy who's tattooing, like, evidence to implicate himself. He's that dumb. And he was yeah. in full good right. academic standing his entire time as a gator. Like, right. Like, how do you even get in? He, that's the dumbest move. I always thought like the worst tattoos, you know, you always think, oh, that's the worst tattoo I ever saw. But one Im- that implicates you in murder,
1: that, that would be the stupidest. That would like, be chopper. the dumbest.
2: Like I once knew a girl in my high school who got the Adidas symbol on her lower back. And that's I thought that true. was, I thought that was the dumbest one because yeah. they weren't, they weren't paying her for that.
1: Right. That, but, well, in, in, I mean, yes, that's very stupid. But in my world, was that in, that was in New Jersey, by the way. That was right? in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, in my world, it's kind of the best. I mean, I know I have, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm heavily tattooed. I have some tattoos on my body, but the, to me, do you know who Riff Raff is? Jody Highroller. Yes. You're familiar with him.
2: He has
1: at once the worst and best fucking tattoo I've ever, ever seen in my life he's got the bet logo tattooed on his fucking
2: neck they didn't pay him to get that he just wanted it yeah and that means he's endorsing like tyler perry's house of pain
1: yes i don't even know (laughs) i don't even know where bet is on my direct tv but it doesn't matter i'm sure jody highroller could tell me because he's got that (laughs) shit on his neck uh yeah lot of bad tattoos out there implicating yourself in a murder is probably even worse than the nike swoosh or your you know high school boyfriend's name above your place uh i would have to agree like chopper has the stupidest tattoo but maybe maybe we'll find out that aaron mernandez goes down because he got a chopper style murder confession (laughs) tattoo
2: One last tattoo uh, story. So this weekend I recovered and went to some sort of uh, pool Memorial Day party and I saw a dad – I saw a dad with his kid and he's got a giant unicorn on his calf. No, he doesn't. Yeah. A dad. Wow. And that's pretty pretty much terrible.
1: Any leg tattoo is – I'm not a real fan of leg tattoos in general – but especially like anything in the ankle area, foot, calf—that's pretty bad.
2: Yeah, a unicorn. I mean, well, a what's u- going
1: on? A unicorn. That's like not. A, he he had to lose a bet. Is that like a fan? Is he in that fantasy football league where at the end of the year everyone someone the loser has to get a tattoo?
2: Yeah, that's a pretty. That maybe that's it. Maybe maybe it's a, he lost a bet. He no. he
1: he literally lost a bet.
2: But you know what I. I would rather lose all of my friends in Welch on that bet than get a calf tattoo of a unicorn.
1: That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I'd rather have my I'd rather have be amputated. Like <laughs> I would get the tattoo and then I would immediately go to like Thailand or Malaysia or where, Vietnam wherever they do that shit and pay a doctor to to amputate my leg just <laughs> be, just to get that thing off of me.
2: Exactly. 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 All right. Golf superstar Rory McIlroy broke off his engagement with, to tennis star Caroline Wozniacki because she freaked him out after becoming Bridezilla. Um, and then – then, yeah, the, right after they sent out the invites, he canceled the ceremony and then won, won a uh, tournament. Well, you have a, a spin you can put on this dark time for the world?
1: And she, and she <laughs> got, immediately got bounced at the French Open. Like I, who's, who's taking it better? Like (laughs) anecdotally, it looks like Rory might've made the right move. First of all, don't get married young people. Like somebody might've got, gotten to our guy, Rory McIlroy and said, dude, you're like 24. What are you doing? Ease up. Sow your oats. You're fucking rich. You're filthy fucking rich. You're on tour. Yeah. You got a hot European tennis player. But you're going to marry her. Shit's going to change. Shit's going to get different. And if you're a little bit older, you you could be more accepting of that new lifestyle. But you're young. You're randy. You're he's Irish. Tra-
2: he's traveling the world.
1: You're traveling the world. Everywhere you go, you're a bit of a rock star. Chicks hang out at the hotel waiting to meet you and sex you. Uh, like it's it, – this is probably for the best and it's – not just the best thing for Rory McElroy, It's the best thing for Carolyn Wozniacki because she's also young. She, they're, they're too young to get married, and she, she might have been a bit of a bridezilla. But it sounds like she was just a bride to me. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, yeah, the bridezilla thing is alarming. Yeah. I, I, every every uh, bride gets a little too intense, but yes, I've heard stories where it's gotten out of control. So, for that reason, that's a good indicator of when times are tough. Like what yeah. what you what you can expect. But that's um, a,
1: that's actually true. That's that's a really really good point. Like if she's getting this nuts about who sits next to whom and what color the fucking tablecloths are and right.
2: what kind flower of flower arrangement
1: is in the cake and who yeah. What kind of chairs do we have? Like all that stupid shit that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, that two minutes into the fucking ceremony you forget about. Imagine it, it, when real decisions come up, when real things happen in life and she has to deal with them. It, it, it is a good indicator and I feel like Rory McElroy made the right move.
2: Yes, but I was just thinking the one thing worse than Bridezilla's or when you hear a guy got heavily involved in wedding planning.
1: Um the big <laughs> example for me, yeah. Justin Timberlake.
2: <laughs> he, I didn't I, he planned his wedding. He
1: planned his entire wedding. He he basically he basically was the bride. Like the whole wedding was about him. He was on stage, he was featured, he was in photos, he performed. It was like a he was the bride at his wedding and that's questionable, uh, to say the yeah, least.
2: maybe Lance Bass isn't the only uh, one
0: in that right. band. Right.
2: Uh, yeah, but I, I, I applaud anyone who, who escapes a Bridezilla situation. Uh, I, I got married young, but right. I would say I, I wasn't touring the world and Filthy Rich at the time. I think it would be a lot harder to lock down.
1: That's true, yeah.
2: who <laughs> I was I, I, when when I was his age, I was working for a shipping company in uh, Madison, New Jersey. So, yeah, yeah. I, I had slightly less options. You you
1: saw a good thing, and you're like, you know what? I'm pretty wise. I'm you know, <laughs> went to the University of Maryland. I'm living in Jersey. I think I'm gonna hold on to this one because <laughs> I might not get a better option. And you were smart. That was in, in your case, absolutely the right move, Ed. Good for you.
2: Uh, all right, let's move on. Churchill Downs, a racehorse died Thursday at Churchill Downs after a freak fall that the trainer blamed on the sound of the starting gate bell blaring on the track's new sound system. Uh, the five-year-old mare Never Tell Linda was walking toward the paddock on the track when she reared, twisted, and fell, hitting her head. And the trainer blamed it on the the horn. Brian, what what are your thoughts on on horse racing and trainers?
1: That's awful. But she was five years old. She was like set up to be either on glue. In a, yeah, she was either going to a Mexican dog food factory or a French butcher shop because that's what happens to racehorses. And uh, I don't know why we pretend that it doesn't or think that this is a humane sport. I do need to know like why like horse racing is sort of a proper – quiet, like, chill day. Um, why do they need Jerry Jones' Texas stadium size fucking scoreboard screen there?
2: Well, it is Kentucky. Yeah,
1: yeah, apparently. (laughs) They take that stuff seriously. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's unfortunate. Sounds more of just a freak accident. The thing is, horses, they're jittery, they're skittish, they're And they're they're
2: full of steroids.
1: Yeah, they're all jacked up on stuff, (laughs) they feed them weird, they've they put rubber bands around their balls. They shock them. They fucking do all sorts of crazy stuff to them. Uh, yeah. So it's, and they're super powerful. They're like dinosaur dogs. They're like these all muscle animals that could fucking kill you with a kick. Uh, so yeah, once in a while they get spooked and you know, they're not super smart. They run into shit and crack their necks and it's, I mean, it's a freak accident. I'm not, I'm not really going to put too much stock in the scoreboard aspect of it.
2: Um, I, I got a real problem with the name Never Tell Linda. That's I a pretty, about that. if you could name a horse that you spent thousands of dollars on, never tell Linda. Yeah. That's like that's like a gift to the guy's wife, he's doing this. Like come on. They should sta- they should sound like really catchy, sound like maybe strip clubs. It they should not sound well, like some like nod to his wife.
1: That's my that's my betting philosophy. What, what? that's how I bet. When I go play the ponies, I look at the horses and I look for first any kind of like partying, like drug or alcohol reference. Right. Gin and tonic or, you know, wee boy or something. <laughs> like if those were horses, I would I would bet on them.
2: Never they, tell Linda. Yeah, That's well, that, that sounds very white. That very.
1: almost That almost falls into one for me because my other category – Of horse is If it's any kind of reference to uh, To pussy To pussy So like once I bet on a horse I saw all the horses there And I said you know what this one It's a long shot Rosie's middle (laughs) What kind of
2: horse track were you going to? I
1: bet on This is uh, (laughs) Turf Paradise, Phoenix, Arizona. I bet on Rosie's middle to win, and it won me like 130 bucks. So that, that's go. my. If you need a philosophy, also Linda. It, it's I noticed. Careful, it's careful. Never tell Linda L Y N D A.
2: Okay, my my mom isn't with the L Y, but yes, my mom's name is Linda. So.
1: I believe Linda Carter wow. is L Y N D A. Wonder is Woman.
2: She, yes, So I know maybe,
1: she is. Maybe is it like never tell Linda how many times i jerked off to her in the early 80s like is that is that but what was on tour but then it, that for? should
2: be that should be the full name those guys, <laughs> yeah, those announcers can talk really fast they, they can get a lot of words out
1: trevor denman <laughs> uh yeah ne- if if that were the case like i need more information yeah it's a stupid name yeah. but maybe it has a cool reason and in which case like never tell linda how many times i jerked off to her in the 70s like okay that's cool well, i like yeah. that
2: but make it the full name.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, excellent. I mean, boom. Sports.
2: There's your sports.
1: There you go. You guys come here. This is a sports talk show. We talk sports here. Just covered it. Yeah, you want shit broken down? You're getting it broken down. You get an East Coast. You get a West Coast spin. Perfect. <laughs> you get things explained. Um, here's what we do need to talk about, Ed. Because I remember reading we about this a couple years ago. And I remember thinking... What the fuck is going on in Vancouver? Because this was happening in Vancouver,
2: but now it's starting to wash down.
1: Yeah, it's coming down. It's like, but it has to be new. Like I feel like these appendages wouldn't keep for this long.
2: Certainly not. And the well, go with the story. We can. We can. We can speculate on how old it was.
1: It's a pretty great headline. It doesn't. I don't know if it if it maxes out my all time favorite headline. I don't know if it unseats my favorite headline. Wolf hybrids kill mini horse because that was that's been my favorite one for a long time. But this one's pretty good. Discovery of human foot on Seattle waterfront adds to appendage tally. <laughs> Appendage tally sounds like your porn category. Like, hey, let's let's get an appendage tally. What do we got here? We got six, seven. We, we're do, we're supposed to be doing the world's largest gangbang. I need an appendage tally. <laughs> uh, the discovery of a human foot in a running shoe on the Seattle waterfront this week is at least the fifteenth one five such appendage found along the Pacific Northwest coastline since 2007.
2: Wow. That's a
1: lot. The human foot in white New Balance tennis shoe. So obviously, this was some. They're looking dad. for
2: a six foot six black guy, right?
1: <laughs> this is definitely a what? This is like, I feel like there's a. They're the gonna whitest find, guy. They're going to find like a braided belt nearby <laughs> soon, a logo polo shirt. Yeah. The the human foot in white New Balance tennis shoe was found Tuesday morning on the shore at Centennial Park just north of downtown by volunteers cleaning up the park. That's the worst volunteer job ever.
2: that's got to be prison work release. Yeah, exactly. That's why you never
1: go jogging because the the jogger always finds a body. Like, you never go jogging, you never find a
2: body. If you go jogging, jog around a track. Stay away from, like, wooded areas. Definitely.
1: Port of Seattle spokesperson Peter McGraw, McGraw told NBC News, "The foot was turned over to the King County Medical Examiner's office for further investigation." Hey guys, I'm gonna go drop off the foot. You guys need anything? I gotta, I gotta run this foot by the King County. You guys want to hit 7-Eleven? T- you guys hungry?
2: <laughs> what do you, what do you think? They were playing uh, a little Rochambeau to see who had to take the foot back.
1: <laughs> Dude, I took the, I took the arm last weekend. Hey, I got those three fingers we found on the beach last <laughs> month. The King County Medical Examiner's office on Wednesday released a photo of the shoe. Have you seen the shoe? Shoe An-
2: is actually holding up pretty good. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. It can't have been out there that long. A New Balance athletic sneaker, men's size 10 and a half, white with blue trim. If you're not familiar with the shoe, just go by your dad's house and look at what is on <laughs> his feet right now. In hopes the public could help identify its wear. It said the foot also was clad in a black Cotton, Hanes brand socks. I mean... Is...
2: If, if, if I could go to Vegas right now, if there's a way I could put money on the next body part, being a torso with a sweater wrapped around it, <laughs> I would bet my family on it.
0: The, the,
1: though the shoe was a men's style model that first became available in April 2008, it said the sex age, ancestry and stature of the individual are not known. Oh, bullshit.
2: I, yeah, I could I could pinpoint it almost to the month of exactly who this person is. Yes.
1: He's a white guy, he's between right. 51 and 65. He mows the lawn is, every his Saturday. His name is
2: probably a variation of Charles. Uh,
1: you could even go with Bill.
2: Perhaps. Bill, Charles. He's uh yeah. He, he recently mowed his lawn.
1: His taxes were always paid. He had a nice pension. Uh, yeah, we know. It
2: always has sex with the lights off.
1: Um, the mystery of the disarticulated feet, by far my favorite episode of Scooby-Doo right there, first gained a toehold in the published... Public consciousness when a young girl from Washington state found a badly decomposed human foot on <laughs> August 7th, 2007 on a beach on Jedediah Island in Canada. The, the
2: thing foot- is, these usually – they're usually are, are reports of what is missing. Like yeah, they, exactly. These are fifteen. What's going on in the Pacific Northwest? They don't notice that people are missing appendages.
1: I don't know the listing of the body parts, but fifteen appendages divided by four. You're looking at at least four dead people,
2: right? <laughs> so they, they, there's no leads. No leads over I, seven years. Aren't
1: there people missing? <laughs> like, is a hey, that's my like? Do you recognize this shoe? I, I know that shoe. My my dad has like twenty pairs. He gets a new pair every year. I'm pretty sure he still got both his feet though.
2: <laughs> or yeah, or if they're not dead, then like there's a, there are some guys who owe a lot of money that are missing feet. Yeah,
1: right. I w- I would look towards the Russian mob or Asian gangs. Not too stereotyped. Uh, here, here's this one's pretty good. The that gruesome find was followed by a spate of similar discoveries, mostly in British Columbia, but also in Washington, leading some to speculate that a serial dismemberer was on the loose. <laughs> uh, I feel like I don't know a,
2: why I'm laughing at this.
1: I feel like there's a there's a, <laughs> there's, a there's a movie trilogy there somewhere. Serial dismember also like. Canada. I thought you guys were mellow. Like, why are you cutting everybody's yeah, chill the legs fuck out? Off?
2: You guys, you guys have such a good thing going.
1: Yeah, you got the free healthcare. Hey, check out this guy's foot I cut off. eh? like what? Lots of weed. Yeah, you're on weed. You, you know, you're drinking Molson. You're, right. you're watching the Canucks. I mean, you're yeah, not you watching got... them now because my Kings are about to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. But you know what I mean. Uh yeah so i we need to i and i feel like this should be like the whatever leads the nightly news every night like another foot washes up like there should be task forces and like obama should be like people are should be like what the fuck is obama doing about the foot problem in fucking seattle there should be like a summit between whoever's in charge of canada
2: Yes, CNN speculated for two months about the whereabouts of people who clearly died in a plane crash. Yes, yes. We've got <laughs> – Whatever happened to that. Maybe, maybe it's
1: one of their feet.
2: Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe there's some real title issues and <laughs> – Yeah. But either way, they're, they're wondering what happened to these people when the answer is obvious. Here, we really don't know. There's just feet. Yes. And, and from the looks of the picture, Google it. It's a pretty recent – looking shoe
1: the shoe like the, it's not
2: like it was at sea for seven years this I, this shoe is recent
1: i agree i feel like the laces would be more deteriorated like the shoes like you could you could throw that shoe on and go down to the park and play a game of hoop right
2: now yeah be kind of gross but yeah you could do it
1: you could like if that it's 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 a mid top mm-hmm. so you get you get you lace that thing up you get some good ankle support you could probably even borrow the guy's black hanes sock <laughs> throw that sucker on you head down to the park and just be like put your hand up like hey I'm, anybody need a need a fourth i'm in i'm in right here right. i got my new balance on uh something th- yeah i'm i'm shocked that this isn't a bigger story we need we need more follow up i i need an fbi task force i need lots and lots and lots of information about all these appendages washing up on shore
2: uh, wh- while we're recording this i'm watching uh i'm watching Me too. Some ho- Hockey and there was a, a ad for New Balance sneakers from Bass Pro Shops. I was just no. I was just gonna say the
1: same <laughs> thing because I because I was watching the same commercial. Uh, all right, Ed, excellent job. We, we did it. Great we stories, it. as always. Now it's like now it's to the easy part. We we hand off to the real worker here, the person that brings us all the stuff that we would never never know otherwise of course i'm talking about fancy sauce it's time for fancy pop with fancy sauce joining us now everyone's favorite the princess of perth our own fancy sauce how you doing fancy, hey, fancy. i'm
3: good hi guys princess of i want to be the princess of pop culture you're
1: the princess of wherever you are in the world you're the you're a singaporean princess at this point kate how, how are things going for you
3: Things are going well. Um I only have another week and a half left here, which is good because um it's 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 been a while. Awesome. I've been here for I feel like I've been here forever.
1: Hopefully things are
3: going well though. Thank you.
1: Hopefully we'll get you um in studio at some point soon.
3: Yeah. We'll I think that uh that that could probably be arranged.
1: We'll do some live recording.
3: Yeah. You just have to get me a first – I only fly first class, okay, so I'm just on send me that. a ticket. I
1: use my miles. Uh, okay. <laughs> tell us – oh, tell us what's going on, what's happening. As you know, I know The Bachelor started. Ed is staunchly anti-Bachelor. I watched about an hour of it's, the first one. Let,
3: we should call it The Bachelorette.
1: The Bachelorette. I know that it is called that. Um, the, the Bachelorette has started. A lot of douchey bros involved. Is that where we're starting the show today? Is that where we're starting Fancy Pop?
3: Um, Sure, we can start with that.
1: Okay, let's hit it. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Let's talk about The Suitors.
3: So, um, I mean, I started watching it last night. I had to catch up. And five minutes in, I mean, I like Andy probably more than any other Bachelorette that's been on. They've they've all been really grating. You like her
1: better than Deanna Pappas.
3: I like her better than Deanna Pappas. I like her way better than Desiree. Allie like Fedadowski. No, not a fan. You know I'm not a fan of Allie.
1: Allie Fedadowski is a hardcore gesticulator.
3: I, <laughs> How and, do you know
2: these their names? And
3: somehow she parlayed her bachelorette turn into a legit career on E!
2: Yeah, sometimes... Which sometime, boggles she,
3: oh, my mind because of I've, all the people, she's the one that ended up on television. I've regularly. seen
1: her hosting something like late night, like a travel show that comes on like after Saturday Night Live or something and um, she is, yeah, it's Ali Fedodowski from The Bachelorette and she gesticulates the fuck out of every lo- location she goes to.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I like Andy. You know, I think she's, she's obviously a very fit. attractive girl. She's fit. She's, she's got a sexy
1: little body. She's
3: smart. Like she's got kind of, you know, she's got a sense of humor. She's got stuff going for her. So already I'm watching and I'm like, what is she doing on this show?
1: Exactly. She must what be a little is, bit crazy. Like, Everybody knows that. What is going
3: that. on? Ed, <laughs> Daly,
1: Ed Daly, your thoughts on Andy Dorfman, The Bachelorette?
3: Like, why is she on the well, show? She could get a boyfriend. I did
1: watch. Yeah, definitely.
2: I did watch the episode where she, I, the, the one episode of The Bachelor I watched where she had the overnight date and then and then started dressing down the uh, the dimwit from last season. A little crazy. Uh, But the fact that she went that far and got involved tells me that she is she is no prize. She's she's very cute, but like there's something seriously wrong. A little bit nuts. Also,
1: also, she's fit. I'm
2: pretty sure legal jobs don't like allow you to take at this point what six out of the last eight months off of work. She
3: must have quit her job. I heard I heard on
2: another podcast
3: that she's quit her job. Yeah, she's quit her job. I feel like. Her end game must be to end up in LA doing like either entertainment law or something like on, or being kind of some kind of legal correspondent yeah. on camera. But CNN. The only answer.
1: Talking about the OJ case for sure. I'm yeah, already uh, a
3: little bit bugged by her voice, to be honest.
1: She also. And this goes to the crazy. She has a very nose jobby nose, which always, um, is an indicator for me. It looks like she's had her nose fixed, which could mean that she feels like that was all that it would take to make her beauty to the level where she could do things in entertainment.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about the suitors though. Who she got? Handicap the field for us, Kate. You're so good at this.
3: Okay. Um, I just kind of made notes on the guys that kind of stuck out to me as they got out of the limo, um, and you know, one guy's description was a pants entrepreneur, so he's an entrepreneur in the pants field. I guess. <laughs> oh,
1: just he's just like that bad <laughs> HBO, that Entourage spinoff on HBO.
2: Yeah, the, the one that they were just make, trying to make jeans the whole time. Yeah,
1: ha- how how to make how to it to make in make America? It, yeah, how
3: to make it in America? How to make jeans? Yeah. <laughs> And they um, never made
1: jeans. So, I, I, I I never watched it. Hashtag um, hetero. Okay, Pantsapreneur. I Pantsapreneur, saw – Pantsapreneur, did you see that guy? N- I, no. I had it on. I was doing – I was working on my computer. I had it on. I saw – here's what I want to know about. Well, there's two bros okay. on there with long hair. They they both got cut. They both had bobs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get to those guys in a minute. Okay. I just have to kind of go through my list. Then there, okay. There was a guy who was a wedding event coordinator, which I'm pretty sure is not a hetero profession. So that's a gay that,
1: man's job. Okay. I think and on top of it, it's stereotyping to say that
3: he, on top of it, his name is Tassos, Ta- Tassos, Tassos. Oh, he's, he's, I, he's Greek. Tassos. Yeah, Greek. And he has an earring as well.
1: Oh, I think so, he has two earrings.
2: Is, if oh, that's the guy, maybe, he kind of has yeah, those pluggy type earrings. Yeah. He has two earrings. Yeah. And he has a faux hawk. Yeah. Ed, Ed likes to. Yes, I just clicked on the picture. He's got a full on faux Ed likes to, to look, look at the guys as, as we go through. <laughs> um, all right. And his. Wait, hang on. Yeah. His all time favorite movie is The Lion King. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm I'm just gonna yeah. that, okay, am just gonna go on a limb and say, uh, we know which direction he uses right. uh, okay, so ears of course yes.
3: with with those four pieces of information we've just given you, like that's everything you need to know about this guy,
1: yeah, definitely, he's not gonna win, definitely, Tassos is out
3: um, but she seemed to hit it off with him at the cocktail party, which was yes. kind of frightening to me, so um anyway, then there's um Cody who um Brian has nicknamed Macklemore.
1: He looks exactly like (laughs) Macklemore. This should be the the headline of every website across the country. (laughs) She allowed a guy to move on that looks like Macklemore. And judging by the previews at the end, you can see who goes aways. Macklemore hangs around for a while. And I think that tells us everything we need to know about Andy Dorfman.
3: Or how scripted this show is behind right. the scenes production. He's a he's a personal trainer from Chicago, Cody. Yeah, he's, he's a fit. big buff it, guy. He's real fit. He seems he, real nice. Real he looks real stupid. spray tan. Yeah, very spray tan and tight bleached, blazer, ble, bleached hair.
1: Yeah, cut um, in, cut in the style of Mclemore. I, I cannot of, <laughs> get over this.
3: One of the guys that has the long hair, bob haircut, is um, a doctor. And he looks—he looks just like a soap opera actor. And he got out of the limo and made a oh, really, yeah. he made a really unfunny joke to her, just to let us know right off the bat how lame he is.
1: I saw him get kicked off the, um, yeah.
3: Then there was—I think this is the guy from Newport that you thought was really douchey. He's Patrick. Um, Patrick, I think he was the guy that got out of the limo and kicked a soccer ball to her because he wants oh, her to well, know. Red that flag. He also plays soccer. But he's nothing like the last guy that she dated that just played soccer. Oh, that's that's pretty –
1: well, here's the problem with that is that they are fed this – their intros by production. So he – but I caught a little bit of him. He's from Newport Beach. I have a little experience there because I'm from that area. And if, if he's from Newport Beach, he's by definition a douchebag. And he's probably not from Newport Beach, but he rents an apartment from New Jersey. He, yeah, he, he yeah. See, he rents an apartment in Newport Beach so he can have a Newport Beach zip code, which is kind of the move, which makes him a super douchebag. I can tell you right now, this guy, if he goes a while, no one's going to like him.
2: No, I got I got a guy that probably isn't going to make it to overnights because his favorite movie is The Notebook. <laughs> no, <laughs> chicks it like be- that. He. He would be – he would share the same name as the host of this show. There's – Brian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian. Yeah, Brian, yeah.
3: The two – The notebook. Patrick, the douchey guy, and – I think his name's Anthony. There's another kind of douchey guy, and these guys at the cocktail party hit it off. They start talking to each other and really broing down over oh, there, shared love form- out of Formula, Formula One, One racing.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was
3: it was really really lame. And they were like talking about their favorite Formula One drivers, and they'd be like, "He's my boy," and it was just. It was embarrassing to watch. I,
1: yeah, I caught a little bit of that. That was they were really, really, really blowing out. I did see also one guy had a tattoo of Iceland on his wrist.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? Like the the shape of
1: Bjork? He had he had a tattoo in the, the and he's shape like, of the some, country? Some other guy, this one guy that was wearing a really bad suit and couldn't understand why he got kicked off, was like, hey, what's that tattoo on your wrist? And he's like, it's a road. There's only one road, one highway in Iceland, and it goes around the whole island. And the guy's like, well, so how do you know which way you're going? Because one side of the island, it would be Highway 1 North, and the other side of the island, it would be Highway 1 South. And the guy's like, what? What are you trying to say, dude? He's like, he, he couldn't. He like couldn't get his mind around. And the guy was totally right. And, so and it was kind funny. of funny. And the guy's like, what's, so what's your point, man? He was like really, really offended and hurt. But yeah, uh, one, I don't know who it is, but there's one guy that has the, a road in Iceland tattooed on his wrist.
3: That's awesome. Guys, guy, hashtag
1: guys with wrist tattoos. Continue.
3: Yeah. Okay. So there's a guy representing Costa Mesa. Um, hometown where where you're from. Um, his name is Emil spelled E M I L. His name's Emil. Okay. And he gets out of the limo and he goes, Emil. It's spelled Emil E M I L. He pronounces it Emil. He gets out of the limo and he says to Andy, um, (laughs) he says it's anal. But with an M.
2: Oh, Fav- favorite movie, Top Gun. <laughs> favorite dancing, twerking.
3: I mean, <laughs> he actually said that to her.
2: Wow! Um, it, wow!
3: Because
1: you want, what you want to do is you want to broach the topic of anal sex within like the first twelve right. seconds of meeting someone. Really,
3: really smooth.
1: And
2: he made it. He made it <laughs> beyond this show. Like he kept go- going.
3: Um. I think he got cut i'm not i'm not hundred percent sure I was gonna
2: say if she if she liked if she let that guy stay around then she's got real problems yeah
3: I agreed in um, agreed okay. uh, it doesn't matter there's also a hairdresser, another really head
1: mm, male, hairdresser. Yeah, male uh, hairdresser the thing is male hair hairdressers kind of slay it so that guy right. could be. That with, guy could be a male slut.
3: No, this guy's not slaying anything. Yeah. And What's his name? His um, I forgot his. I didn't write his name down. I just have. Um, I, I don't think he goes through to the second round. He got out of the limo with a floor lamp that he had brought from the hotel with him for some totally unknown reason.
1: Oh, so he's a thief. He's a burglar. Right.
3: So <laughs> yeah. he presented her with the floor lamp, and it wasn't really clear why. I guess it was to be kind of like quirky or something, but
2: it was zany. It
3: was zany. It was he's, he's a
1: kleptomaniac. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Nice, nice work.
3: Um, there's a beverage sales manager and, and there's a bartender and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that they might not be the best matches for her career wise. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. She needs a professional.
3: Uh, maybe, or at least somebody that's like, kind of like, you know, what's the saying? Like batting the same weight as her.
1: Right at her on her level.
3: Yeah, um, there's also an opera singer who seems like a huge weirdo. Maybe maybe even a serial killer. Not
1: shockingly, <laughs> he busted out and sang a little opera at the unprompted, sang to the, some opera to the, to
3: the guys, not to even the other to her. guys
1: at the yeah. Much. <laughs> like, what did they do? Uh, they just kind of watched him. I don't. I, the, cocktail, part, the
3: cocktail party is funny because it's when they all first meet and it's before any rivalries have kind of like started. So all the guys are kind of bro down at the cocktail party and being kind of like really nice to each other. So, I mean, they he sang and they kind of clapped and was like, oh, that's cool, dude.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey. Even though well, that's not what he, they think. He, 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 that his name is Bradley and he could have told the boys his favorite magazine is People. So... <laughs> 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 I think we know where this is going with Bradley. Yeah. So
3: good. Um, there's an ex-pro, uh, sorry, a former pro baseball player, Josh M. Who, um, you know, he's tall and handsome. And she says he is my type. I think he's probably everyone's type, men and women. Did he play?
2: Did he play in the major leagues?
3: Um, that I don't. Or know was either. he just
2: like a just like a? Because that like did that was the rap on that guy the last bachelor he yeah. said he was a former yeah. soccer player and he really wasn't, he wasn't. yeah
3: well um well i'll do some research into josh M's. yeah did this uh, guy get base, a cup of coffee baseball career he was
2: drafted he was drafted in the second round in 02 that's yeah. pretty good that's what it says that's pretty good second yeah, round yeah there. that's a
1: bonus baby right there
3: my favorite so far is the farmer from iowa chris He's yeah just,
1: you you spoke seems, highly of him
3: yeah he just seems normal a little too highly he he seems <laughs> he seems as normal as you can appear if you're a contestant on this show, he's handsome too um let's see oh yeah so th- th- those are the guys that kind of like stuck out to me um, so
1: you like you like uh Chris the did, bachelor from I, the yeah, Iowa I, farmer to hard, go ways
3: yeah, I'd like him to go ways um she she gave she gave the guy let's see I'm not very well prepared. She gave a it's got really white teeth. She gave a first impression rose to the guy who has he's from a big family. He has like 10 siblings. He's one of 11. Which sounded a bit suspect. Mm,
1: I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, he was he seemed like kind of a dark horse. Which I think is what they do. They go, "Hey, don't give it to one of the guys that everyone knows you're going to bring along. Pick out one of these other like second tier dudes."
3: Yeah. So next week I'll go I'll go in I'll go more into the guys that I think are gonna um, advance and, and the guys that she likes next week. I just kinda of wanted to, to give you an overview of um, what happened as everyone got out of the limo last night and um, the guys that got cut, you know, we talked about the guy that um, in, in the suit who got cut and he was really embarrassed. He was almost in tears. He was like, one of my friends put me up to this and it's fucking embarrassing. He kept saying fucking and they had to keep yeah. bleep- bleeping it. Um, he wasn't handling the rejection uh, well <laughs> at all. He's like, it's fucking stupid. It's embarrassing. He was a,
1: he was a huge pussy. He was embarrassed. He should have been. He wasn't prepared to be embarrassed apparently and that's yeah. you know, his and deal.
3: The doctor with the bob who got cut, the, the guy that looks just like a soap opera actor – was saying, you know, you just wonder if there was something you could have done different that would have changed your decision. And I'm watching it thinking, yes, you shouldn't have had that haircut and you should not have told <laughs> that lame joke when you got out of, the, out of the car anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, we're all looking there were, forward. There were
3: previews to- as always to what's to come um, yep. and lots of tears, fighting, drama, all the usual things, which makes this one of my favorite reality shows
1: yeah it's it's should be an exciting season. We all look forward to it. uh good preview. What else is going on in fancy pop Cato
3: um okay, so the big news around the world was uh Kim and Kanye tied the knot in a very over the top as you can imagine wedding not in Paris, as had been speculated, but in Florence. so Paris was kind of a ruse. Mm-hmm as well they had some pre-wedding functions in paris but i think also that was to kind of like take the heat off the actual location um which was a 16th century fort de belvedere in uh florence
1: um they got they got married in florence which is where they conceived their child mm-hmm. and as a, <laughs> what a, right and as a child that was also conceived out of wedlock that would mean that my parents would have had to get married in like a volkswagen bus (laughs) (laughs) or or a mazda
3: um people magazine reports that andrea bocelli sang as kim was escorted down the aisle by her stepdad bruce jenner
1: you, I bet you can't book him for under two hundred and fifty grand plus now, expenses.
3: John Legend bet- also serenaded the couple um, at their wedding John- reception. I
1: feel like there's at least half a dozen John Legends. Well, like but- he he he's he's like
2: um, he's everywhere.
1: Yeah, he's got he's got doubles like Saddam Hussein, and he <laughs> just because he could just like farm them out. Like when Jose Canseco sends his twin to do. Ozzy Canseco to do (laughs) events for him. He's like, "Hey, I can collect ten grand for going and doing a Tough Man contest." Ozzy, I'll give you two. Head out and do it for me. (laughs) Uh, I feel John Legend's like on every TV show. I never don't see the guy.
2: Yeah, (laughs) he was even on Curb Your
3: Enthusiasm.
1: See, there you go. He showed up there.
3: Yeah, and his wife was uh, just on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Not my deal. No. I know. So also their their first dance was to a mashup of oh, Edda of, of, of his Etta, own music. No, of Edda James at last, which is like the, you know, cliched standard. quintessential standard wedding song. Otis Redding's These Arms of Mine and Tenderness. So That's um, a good
2: song.
3: Yeah. So it it, I guess they had um a pre-wedding dinner at Versailles, which is where we thought the wedding would be, where and- Lana Del Rey performed a few songs and, wait for it, magician David Blaine mystified the crowd.
1: <laughs> those, those are the two <laughs> douches people. Kate hates Lana Del Rey and David I Blaine is her. the worst. He's, he's like the worst.
3: The, he's so, the worst. <laughs> I mean, when I read that, it made my day. I was like, yes.
1: Yeah, that is, that is pretty good. Yeah, they're super cheesy. They're, um, what about – I and think there's one more detail here yes, that's that's brother, of interest.
3: Brother Rob, who looks like a big panda bear, um, was not at the wedding. I think something went down um, and TMZ was reporting that Rob was spotted in tears in Florence Airport while trying to secure a flight home to L.A. Um, following an unspecified specified interfamily argument so we're not sure what went down but we know that rob has been really having a hard time over the last year year and a half like battling his weight he got really fat and then yeah he, he's having he, a, he's having a hard time battling also, carbs he, apparently he, well he's depressed he's he's actually <laughs> I, I gotta, probably clinically depressed i feel really sad for him he's not he's not having a, a good time
0: is so he, he bounced
3: is he, he didn't he wasn't there for the wedding which is you know it's kind of sad it's sister. Who is this guy? It's is this brother. Is this like
2: Bruce Jenner guy? No,
3: this is her her brother with with. But I'm saying is it they...
2: like one of Bruce Jenner's kids no, or is it's this her, like a brother? It's, it's I've never a- even heard of him. It's that would be a – happy
3: f- never heard of actual... Rob Kardashian? It's her actual full oh, I thought there were
2: only the three girls. No. no. And Rob. And <laughs> Rob. <laughs> never heard of him.
3: Um, yeah, so Rob – I'm um, super for sad for him. Robbie- You've, you've obviously never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Ed, so I'll just what, fill you in on some deets. Khloe Kardashian, who was married to Lamar Odom, they yep. – Rob, the brother, lived with them in their mansion in Calabasas or, yeah. or where? That seems
2: weird. Is he it, an adult or weird. is he like a kid?
3: No, he's an adult. He's like 30 or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm sure there'll be more news on why Rob wasn't at his sister's wedding. Another detail (laughs) is that um, Ray J, who (laughs) –
2: Ray J. The only reason she's famous. I love Ray J.
3: TMZ reports that uh, Ray J is planning to give Kim and Kanye – a check for about $47,000 representing uh, his profits from Kim K. Superstar. The sex tape. Go
1: Ray J.
2: Kim
3: starred in with Ray J as a wedding gift. <laughs> that
2: that he is gave so her, He funny. gave her her he, entire identity. Yeah. That, that sex Listen tape is this. the only reason anybody knows her. Right.
3: Vivid Entertainment, who released the sex tape, says the sex tape has grossed to date. 50 million dollars and kim's that share is like said to be at least as big as ray j's so i'm not sure grand. i'm not sure why no the forty-seven thousand dollars is what that sex tape has made just from january through april of this year
1: oh this year's right. this quarter he's, that's a quarter yeah, 50 grand a quarter right who are these people paying for porn Nobody. What? This might be overseas. If, if
3: you charge, <laughs> if you charge like four ninety nine to watch this movie, and you get like millions of people doing it, which they will, because four ninety nine, it's a lot, but like it's two kind of famous people, and they want to kind of want to check it out. People will do yeah. it. They will. Yeah,
1: that's true. For five bucks, just for yeah. like
3: a one time thing. Like this isn't probably but people paying this... for porn regularly, but just like a one time thing. Sure.
2: When this tape out. leaked. She wasn't famous, though. I mean, I guess but now. Ray, but
3: Ray J was. No, she was kind of known. And also, like, her dad was a, uh, OJ's lawyer, and she was Paris I Hilton's re- friend. And, I, like, so she had kind of just enough celeb kind of, like, D-grade kind of cachet for people to kind of be like, oh. I,
1: I remember I, I her hanging it. out with Paris Hilton. Yeah.
2: I saw it for free, though. Yeah. I'm I don't. Just I, saying, I never people, saw you, it. She's you not never, my deal. You never need to pay for porn, ever. Any type of porn. That's true.
1: That's absolutely true. Um, all these bachelors, I'm looking, first of all, Kate, your boyfriend, Chris, he's a little too pretty for you. Like, I don't see you liking this guy. Also one of his favorite movies. It's not
3: just about the looks. I'm judging this on like everything that I saw. Uh,
1: Also, he's got a styled, his hair's really gelled up. They're all,
3: they're all like, they're all like that. They're all like that. How many
1: farmers have that white teeth? Here's something, here's something I need to know. What? Here's here's a, something I noticed. Mm. What are they trying to do? They're all they list all of their shoe
2: sizes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think we know what they're trying like to Chris do. Like Chris is what, a size you, a
1: respectable <laughs> size 13. Yeah,
3: he's my favorite.
1: Yep. That's like a good <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> shoe size. What are they trying to say? Like
2: Well, the shoe size thing I can personally vouch for it being a myth cuz I have I have size 13s. So
1: you were a 13.
2: Yeah. And I promise you, I don't have anything matching the 13.
1: I rock like a 10, 10 and a half, which is like proportion, right? That's like good. Uh, that like yeah. looks good on my good. size body, right? Yeah, 10, 10, 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. Perfectly normal looking for me. I forgot. Shoe size.
3: I forgot to mention, it was kind of weird to be watching the um, the dead guy, Chris, who was, he's oh, yeah. a, he was the explorer no, no. that died they said the dead guy advance I
1: feel like you just got the dead guy's name wrong. I think his name's Eric.
3: Oh sorry, Eric I think it's Eric Hill.
1: All, all these I've white got, guys have I've the got, same I've got I've anyway. got
3: Chris on the brain, the farmer. Right, apparently. Um so yeah, and his size it was 13s. Andy and Eric, who is deceased, actually had quite a lot of camera time talking last night and he did he did get a rose so he does go to the next the next round. But it was kind of weird watching that
1: that was a little weird but she couldn't have been that into him because he got he clearly got cut because he died.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he right. didn't he didn't go through.
2: Right. Okay. Well, continue. and he also said his favorite author is Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm guessing I'm guessing the <laughs> I'm guessing the world didn't lose one of the great thinkers of our time.
1: I, I might change my Twitter avatar to this picture of Cody because I really, really so need can you it please? to be he's understood. Amazing. Right. He, like he wears a size 11. He's very, very um, fit. Oh, and he's got like a V-neck. It's almost like a specialized V-neck to show off his traps yeah. in this picture.
3: You know that deep oh, um, deep V-necks are a thing right now.
1: Apparently, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, let me let me just give you one last detail I just learned about Tasso's, our favorite <laughs> faux hawk oh, guy. Tassos When asked what his favorite memory from childhood, he said playing on the beach pretending to be a Thundercat. <laughs> Lionel
1: <laughs> Wow. I can't remember the rest of the Thundercats. I only know Lionel.
2: Yeah, I think everybody just knows Lionel. Right. Exactly. Well, good for him.
1: Okay, Kate. What What else is going on? In Fancy Pop.
3: Um, did you guys have a look at uh, this um, story from Slate about what different um, bands and performers make for appearances? I'm, all,
1: I'm always interested in this because some you would be surprised to know. The problem is, is that these bands, you know, a lot of times you got five or six guys in the band, you got to pay out, you got management, you got to pay. It's always better to be a solo act. Or a two-man deal, like Daft Punk or the Black Keys. Right, sure, where there's you less, just,
3: less money to split.
1: You don't have to split the money as much. So, yeah, I was sort of interested to see what – I didn't look, but I would like to know what, like, do you what think bands doing. Ma- what do more. you
3: think Macklemore makes?
1: Okay, hold on. See, the way this breaks down for me, this is how I do it in my mind. You, you have people that play stadiums. Mm-hmm. You have people that play arenas, uh-huh. and you have people that play clubs, and you have people that play bars, and you have people that play state fairs. State fairs actually play pretty good. Mac um, Lamore, I would guess, is probably an arena level band right now, which is sickening to me. But well, I would a, guess. He
3: won a Grammy, which many people say should have gone to Kendrick Lamar. Right. Um, and so he is obviously making a lot more than. Kendrick Lamar, even though Kendrick right. Lamar's music is much better. If you Kendrick like Lamar
1: is probably not an arena guy at this point. He's probably more of a house of blues act, which is about 50 grand. What was it? Macklemore. I would say Macklemore's probably pulling a hundred and fifty grand a night. Go No,
3: between 200 and 300.
1: That's a lot. That's yeah. twice as much as yeah. I said. Um,
3: Justin Bieber. That's arenas. Ch- He's doing arenas. Justin Bieber gets yeah. a million. Justin Timberlake also gets a million. Yeah. So does James That's... Taylor though. It's kind of weird.
2: The thing about Macklemore, I get, I get that he had a popular album, but the weird thing is just that he doesn't have, he can't have that many songs, right? He's got like, he just came yeah. onto the scene. Yeah, he
1: can only do his ten songs yeah. unless he does Maybe. covers.
2: But fucking okay,
3: Willie is, Nelson makes really, hundred grand. Willie Nelson's really been writing for
2: fifty years. I know, it's yeah. crazy.
3: It's just you know, it's all based on popularity, how hot you are at the time, how many tickets you can sell.
1: Right, and Willie Nelson plays. 250 shows a year. Right. For right. 40 years. So right. Willie Nelson makes that 100 See it's not like everyone that wants to see Willie Nelson has seen Willie Nelson and right. you can always right, right. go see Willie Nelson. Good point. You should go see Willie Nelson because he's not going to be with us forever and right. he's an American hero. But the, but this Macklemore guy, he's only got a short window. Yeah, he's making a hundred grand, but that's only, that's not going to last past this year. He's got to get it while he can get it.
3: I just want to point out that um, LMFAO, the band I hate the most, is two they're, are they're 250,000. They year. do
1: shots, 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 right? Yeah. Did, didn't they break up? I thought they broke up.
3: I hope so. Okay, um, I want to ask you guys. I'm going to quiz you guys next on um, some gay terms and see oh. And, oh. And, and see how how you guys fare.
1: Okay, I've been wanting to do this. I've been excited it's about gay, this. Let's give gay hold on, hold on. Let me set this up for people. <laughs> okay. We have been we do a lot of gay content on the show. I notice. I, matter <laughs> of fact, I notice it so much because every week I put out a show and people tell me, hey. For hashtag hetero guys, you guys sure talk about a lot of dicks and shit, but that's okay. We're Uh, just comfortable in our manhood. We absolutely are. We're both hetero males, and we don't – we're not – we are pro-gay, pro any kind of lifestyle you choose. But also Ed and I are not really aware of how the gay world works. And one of the things we don't know, we know that there's classifications for – males in the gay world and it's we know like for instance we know michael sam the football player he's into twinks and we know what <laughs> twinks are they're skinny young. also brian singer very into twinks hollywood director all oh, i mean he's also a pedophile but beyond that it's skinny young hairless boys or young men are twinks and i wondered um i we also know what bears are bears big hairy robust men but i'm not either of those so I, who are we right are also i bears, wondered
3: just a just a side note bears frequently don't wear deodorant just wanted to let you know uh,
1: yeah uh, but i did oh, wow. i so i found this on i actually i'm like i want to know what i am so i googled found an article that listed classifications and i started to read it but i only read the first couple and i said you know what this would make good content for the show for our listeners because they love when we talk gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now, are these
2: are, th- are these quali- classifications? Is it weight based, like bantam weight and lightweight? I, I would say I've, that that's part of it. That that's only one factor.
3: Yeah, there. just general okay. descriptions.
1: So let's let's go through them, Kate. You hit us up. Start at the top. Go right through them and, okay. and quiz Ed and I on these.
3: Okay. And you just I'll, I'll tell you the, the name of the classification, and you guys tell me like as much as you know about it. Okay. So we'll start with twink. What do you okay, know? I, what I've do you know about out. a twink? Okay. Anything boy happens. like, hairless. Okay, and they're, they they yeah. often like wear foundation, and they do a lot of fake tanning as well.
1: I could see that. I could see that for sure. Okay. Next.
3: Next one. A
2: twonk with a U. Twonk is a, a fat boyish guy?
1: Yeah. I would say like a little bit. No, I would say like if a twink's like 19, 20, I would say a twonk's like 24, 25, a little more filled out, not quite so skinny, but still very smooth like your boyfriend, Kate.
3: Yes. A twonk is a little older, but he has muscles. He's not like right. this, like kind of skinny and slender. He's more buff.
1: I could see that. Okay, I think we're one for one here.
3: Okay, sandwich.
2: Wow, sandwich. 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 Okay, one of these has to be fat, right?
1: Well, I think I I, I like where you're going. I feel like we're moving up levels. So are are we like if bears the biggest and fattest? Mm-hmm. Well, a sandwich is probably somewhere between a twunk and like a-, a bear.
2: Like a chubby, chubby young yeah, guy, I'm gonna yeah. say.
1: Yeah, still, still sort of smooth, like, but still very gay. Not, not very straight, but also not a bear. Right.
3: Sandwiches are definitely hot. <laughs> usually muscular and in the prime of their life.
2: Okay, that's all sa- right. That's so, does that make us? Does that make us sandwiches?
3: You, guys are, like- you guys are sandwiches.
1: I feel like Ed and our oh, sandwiches yeah. were like
2: both. Like,
1: Team sandwich. You guys sort have, of in shape. You guys shape. have finally
3: found your, your gay I classification I love that label. Sandwich. Yeah,
1: I want to be a sandwich. I want to be a sandwich. Who doesn't like a sandwich? <laughs> no, everybody loves a sandwich.
2: Right. Hey,
1: you want to go get a sandwich? Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to get a sandwich?
2: Hey, when you introduce me from now on, I want you to introduce me as the world's greatest sandwich. I will,
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Ed, the world's greatest sandwich. The East Coast sandwich. Ed yeah, uh,
2: the, the New Jersey's best sandwich. You oh, can
1: yeah. Say. Oh, yes. the best. I love it. Okay, Kate, okay, continue. I feel
3: like I'm in the middle of an Ed and Brian sandwich right now. Oh
1: <laughs> I can't comment. Pe-
2: here. people would pay ten to twelve thousand dollars to be part of no, that. No,
1: I'd get a I'd get a bunch of I'd get a bunch of tweets going, Hey, what are you doing letting Ed in your sandwich? Ed's trying yeah. to sneak in on your sandwich right now. What do you how what's Ed doing there? Ed thinks he's the star of that sandwich.
2: Too
3: funny. Okay, so we we know what a bear is. Bears are large and in charge. Um, They wouldn't dream of shaving any of their body hair and frequently don't wear deodorant. Large and jovial, these beasts range from muscle daddy to sumo wrestler and are generally a little older and usually like some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet.
1: So if they say muscle daddy, that means a bear doesn't need to be fat. A bear can be a mm. big, strong guy. Oh, yeah. Bears hairy. aren't necessarily fat. are just has to be fat. heavy, they're right? Like, they're right. just
3: like big, bulking guys. Sure. Right. Okay. okay. So then you can probably figure out what a cub is.
1: A cub's uh, like a smaller bear.
3: A bear in the making.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> On its way. Yeah, of course.
3: They're, they're, cubs are going to be smaller, younger, and have a little less hair usually than their bear counterparts. Gotcha. And it's not uncommon apparently to see a bear and a cub couple either. Oh, right.
1: really? I see I figured twinks and bear, f- you know, opposites attract type of thing.
2: Not always.
1: Wow, bears. So that's and like
2: that's like uh like the Jungle Book when when he takes the uh the kid under his wing, that kind of thing.
1: Mowgli.
3: So there's a yeah. subcategory. And Baloo. There's a subcategory of bears um Oh. The otter. What do you think an otter is? <laughs>
1: Whoa. Oh, uh, otter's like a smooth bear. Like, like a combination of a twink and a bear?
3: Yes. In what way? Uh,
1: like he's like. Hairless. He's, yeah. Oh, I would say he's like no. thin. He's like thin and youngish and like all the things that a twink is, but with hair.
3: You, Big teeth? You hit the nail on the head. Otters are <laughs> skinnier, but still rocking the full body hair.
1: Do they do they take their dinner on their chest?
3: Yes, they crack they? it. They they don't ask for oysters on the half shell.
1: <laughs>
2: they ask them
3: for the whole oyster and they crack it on their chest. On their chest. I
1: imagine. I imagine that's not all they take on their a chest. A lot of nuts
2: okay. on the chest. <laughs> next oh next God. story. Um, uh, our I mean, next category.
3: Otters will usually be um, a little on the short side. As well, wow, that seems right. Wow. And, they like can, that. and they don't can and they can still have all. roundish features; they're not always skinny. Um, okay, a chaser. This is pretty self-explanatory.
2: A chaser, like a like a chubby chaser.
1: Oh, right. chubby chaser! Right, yeah, exactly. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, likes fatties.
3: Yeah. Um, tip someone to, who typically isn't fat but likes to date larger people.
1: Right, and that's not just chubby a strictly chaser.
3: gay term either.
1: No, definitely right. not. Right.
3: Um, I think we've covered it, you guys. I found out from this um, this link that a fag hag is not just a girl that has a lot of gay friends. It actually is more specific. It means a straight girl who wants to have sex with gay men, which is creepy.
1: That's super. Well, that's super creepy. Right? So yes.
3: that's not. You know a, what that is? That
2: somebody's got real. That's somebody who has real issues with Definitely. men, and Definitely. so they're they're trying a less threatening version. Hey, that's
1: exactly right. Fucking it's Doctor Judy over here? You're exactly right. Ed. Is there no, a no category for guys? Me.
2: Is there a category for guys who like to dress up like Thundercats?
3: <laughs> no, but I bet there there will be one soon. I feel like
1: there's there's deeper categories. At one point, there's. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, at one to- point somebody yeah. sent me something, of a link to a Wikipedia thing called the Hanky Code, which I would advise <laughs> anyone against ever Googling and reading. And I think it was a thing from like San Francisco in the 70s where you would hang a – if you're cruising through the Castro, you would hang a certain color of hanky. Out of your a bandana, out of your back pocket, and that would give people a heads up as to what kind of sex you were into, what kind of dirty, dirty gay what? fetish hood that you were into. Hanky code, don't Google it. Uh, but I feel like there's deeper, there's more layers to this that we're not, that we're not, we don't need to get into. Kate, you were saying.
3: So, um, but a complimentary term. For a girl that has gay friends is actually, in the gay world, a fruit fly, which doesn't sound very nice. but um, Oh, so fruit what we call just, a fag just,
1: hag is a fruit is fly. A, it's
3: really a fruit fly. It's, girl, it's, it's girls that um, don't want to have sex with gay guys. They're just, you know, they understand gay culture. They love to hang out with gay guys, and gay boys love them. Oh, yeah. So...
2: That, if, oh, that's if I were a if I were a girl I think that would be what i I, I would probably be a fruit fly oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. I, I, I'm, a, Absolutely. I'm, a, I'm a
3: bit of a fruit fly but not not a right. huge one um and then um we have a fag stag who that's code for a straight guy <laughs> who hangs out with a lot of gay guys
2: uh, you know' yeah. I've never met there's actually person. another i I read about this there's another name for those guys gay guys
1: yeah secret gay guys
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's it. That wraps it up for um, – not for me because I need to talk about True Tory for a second. But that wraps it up for our gay categories. Good good job, Excellent. you guys. I'm, I'm I, impressed. You guys team knew, sandwich. You guys yes. knew a lot more than
2: you were letting you on. You can't stump a sandwich. Uh,
1: best sandwich <laughs> in New Jersey. You ever had the best sandwich in New Jersey?
2: <laughs> Line up, boys. You're about to find out.
1: <laughs> All right. Kate, give us – Let's wrap it up. Let's get to the end okay, here. Brian, Tell you, us, you, I've you caught, are, up. caught up. I know. I know what's Tori. happening.
3: Okay, so this last episode starts with Tori ends up in the hospital with um, what appear to be stress related symptoms. So she's got migraines and stomach things going on, and she's they keep her in hospital for a few days. So she's really not she well. She's not coping in, at all.
1: She is a legitimate mess, and I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. If anybody I was in a relationship with went into that kind of hysteric mm-hmm. illness that they would never see me again <laughs> because there's just that, no I am don't, i
3: supposed to take that as a note to self
1: i'm not <laughs> saying that to anybody in this conversation <laughs> i'm just saying that that is beyond my capability to deal with that that is that was just so over the top yeah that i would i would just be like you know what you're right i'm out
3: I feel okay, bad for her continue. though. She's she's not yeah. coping. She's um, a she fucking gets home mess. From, so she gets home from the hospital, um, and then she has another breakdown while she's sitting on the bed, telling her oldest kids how she and their dad met, um, which leads to um, the fact that they they don't really have that ha- sort of happy fairy tale story anymore. And she yeah, because they started, were married
1: to other people when they met,
3: right? Um, well, there's a whole lot of factor contributing factors for why they don't have a fairy tale story, but. She starts crying in front of the kids, and then she can't stop. And Dean, you know, comes into the bedroom, gets rid of the kids, and this escalates into her her crying and screaming at him. And all of a sudden, like, all of her anger is just, like, kind of, like, spewing out. And it's the first time we've really seen her get emotional, and it was – it was it was something to behold. <laughs> I was watching it and I'm like, and, they
1: do – because then he starts crying like a bitch too. And I'm right. like, what Big this? baby D. They know that there's like camera guys there and producers and boom guys. Right, but and this was and not lighting. scripted. This
3: was like – this was real. Of course not. It was – this but was who, some real stuff.
1: Who would not like – who would not be able to hold it together a little bit with all of those other people in the room, I wonder?
3: Well, I think a lot is probably de- – She's probably this is a lot is depending on how this show is received and how it does. And she needs to be perceived as the victim, you know, so she really has to show that vulnerable side of herself, I think, in order to be seen as the victim that she feels like she is and that she needs America to, to, to think that she is.
1: I, I noticed Ed's not chiming in too much. So Ed, 20 minutes before the show tonight when you texted me, is there anything I need to know for the show? And I said, yeah, watch episode one through five, one hour each of Tori and Dean. You, you didn't do that?
2: Well, I was just – I was going to ask what, what's in it for the, the husband? Yeah, Nothing. Like he's just he's just a villain.
3: Yeah, I think that how
2: much money could they pay him? These are these are not like big paying network jobs.
1: I feel like he 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 might be holding out for that that spelling inheritance. I I think it's part
3: of keeping their reality profile kind of like you know relevant because they want to they want to keep having like a reality TV show career and also like the tabloids will just keep printing him like keep portraying him as a villain. So now he has the opportunity – I'm just guessing this is what the thought is behind – the thought process is behind making this show is to present him as someone who's made a mistake but wants to come back. Like Lindsay. You know, She's made a mistake. She's trying to come back but he's trying to fix things and I guess they thought it would be a good idea to kind of film it and make it into a TV show.
2: So he's an idiot is what you're saying.
3: I don't think he had any choice. I think she was like, I'm making this show – You can be in it or not be in it, but I'm going to do it. Other than
1: Chopped Canada, he didn't have a lot of other career slash marriage options.
3: I just want to talk quickly about there's another pretty good scene um, that happens inside therapist Dr. Wexler's office later where Dean, who is a huge baby, is sitting on the couch saying that he went away to Toronto with a ton of resentment because they didn't have sex the night before he left.
1: Yeah, well, he's he such has a huge
3: beef about that. <laughs> then Tori starts; she's incensed by this point. She's talking about how they had been really working on their sex life before he went to Toronto, and she had been doing all this stuff to please him. And she says they went to a sex store um, prior to his cheating. They went to a sex store, and quote unquote, she did things that she'd never done before, um, which begs the question: what?
2: What, what,
3: what things? No, Brian step and I have another, Brian and I had another I, theory.
1: I say say she banged him with a strap on.
3: Because she says, you wanted it. You wanted it. You kept wanting to raise the bar. Sounds kind of serious to me. Nice.
1: Ed, imagine if you went out and had an affair every time you didn't get sex from your wife when you wanted it. Wow!
3: Babe, hey, that's a little dare to, dare to dream. <laughs> right.
1: I'm just, I'm just. Well, no, no, I'm not um, saying that so specifically I, for Ed. I'm saying that for any man. Yeah, look,
3: like he's a huge baby. <laughs> and also, when they start talking about the details of their sex life, you can tell he gets really uncomfortable, and he gets up and storms out of the room. So I think it, he was worried that it was heading in a direction where Tori might reveal like more details about yeah, the sex likes- life that he was comfortable with. Yeah, that he guess. likes
1: to get his balls stomped on oh, with sorry. a stiletto.
3: <laughs> um, Ed d- does um does your wife have any thoughts of, can, that you can share with us on about the show what, did, what does she think? Is she team <laughs> is she team like for the stay together work it out or team like get get the fuck out of there for Tori? What does she uh, think?
2: I'd be lying I'd be lying if I you really You need to ask asked. her. You need to but, ask but her I've... what
3: what she thinks. <laughs> At least
0: Ed He's
3: is honest. true to himself. I mean, he really yeah. is.
2: <laughs> Every once in a while, I see these shows. I'm like, well, what's going on? And then she starts to explain it, and I tune out. Do freaking... you
3: get that glazed look? Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I'm just confused by it all. Yeah. I'm confused that be. somebody would w- agree to be on yeah. TV to just get berated and look like a big fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, I don't, get, I don't get it because. If he were doing it for – not that it would make it great, but if he were doing it for like NBC or something – like a major yeah. network. But I can't imagine these fringe – there's so many channels. There's no way they're paying tons of money. They're not paying they're tons paying, of money. No, they're They're not. paying some money and it's like wh- how is it worth
3: it? But
1: each thing leads to the next thing. And they so feel you have, like you have to keep being humiliated.
3: They've been letting people into their lives for years. So this is just an extension of that. Like – they feel right. like, you know, everyone is a part of their lives and their journey and their issues and their trials and tribulations. So this is just an extension of that. It's right. bizarre.
2: So they're they're already ruined. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. Da-
3: they're ruined.
1: Thoughts and prayers. So, I, I would like to find out what weird sex he's into. I feel like he he likes things inside of him.
3: No, oh, babe, stop. <laughs> so gross.
1: <laughs> like I'm I'm picturing that like that dildo that looks like a human fist.
3: Seriously? I feel like
2: that could be uh, his yeah. thing. You know, I'm just saying.
1: To... I don't know.
3: I don't know either. He, d- he
1: did give her lube as a Mother's Day present or yeah. something. Yeah. Lab- some present.
3: Lavender-scented yeah. personal. Yeah, you should really
1: watch this show. Ed.
3: it's really good.
1: Yeah, uh, is that it? Fancy? I might. Yeah. I might.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Yeah. That's a wrap on Fancy Pop for this week.
1: Excellent job. Well, definitely, we're definitely going to be following The Bachelorette this season. Tori and Dean's, I don't know how many episodes are left of that, but it's really sort of a sad, unfortunate situation. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's now I'm kind of into it. So I'll I'll definitely be watching next week. I'm not sure how many more of those there are. Um, excellent job, as always, Fancy. Thank you for making the time to join us from hey, your.
3: Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And,
1: yes, it and is.
2: thanks for labeling me a sandwich. It's this our is, pleasure. Yes, great, Ed. Hey, Ed, New- if that's
3: the if that's the best gift I've given you, like you're welcome. I'm happy. N-
1: New Jersey's <laughs> most delicious sandwich, Ed Daly. Always a pleasure talking to you, my favorite co-host on the show, despite what. <laughs> My Twitter followers would have you think. <laughs> um, so we'll do it again next week. You guys were excellent this week. You guys, uh, you guys up for that? Absolutely. Great job, us.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it.
1: Props to us. Outstanding. Okay. So for Ed Daily, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. All right. Goodbye.
3: Bye. Bye. Uh...